0: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo and Shield in the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell, shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill. It's time to get ill with some. birds with friends The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some. Bo and Shield party. coming. Coming at you with stats and things Flapping their wings You can't
1: live up to expectations So just do your (laughs) best. That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors (laughs) (laughs) Just go with what you saw today Change your opinion daily Yeah,
0: I'm all about that for sure
1: You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right No one will remember, no one's listening
0: Hello everybody And welcome to Birds with Friends, Bo Wolf Here in my basement, Shilkapadia There in his basement, snowed in and it is Thursday night as we prepare for the Eagles' trip to New Orleans to play the New Orleans Saints on Sunday afternoon. Sheel. how are you? How did you? Uh, how was your shoveling today?
1: Yeah, I was. I actually really was snowed in. I got in my car, you know, thinking it's no big deal, and uh, I Snow actually was deal. walking out. I was walking out to the car, and uh, a UPS guy. You know, this is why I love Philadelphia and the uh, surrounding suburbs. Yeah, you know, he flags me down. He says he's got a little. Uh, you know he's got he's got something for me and so i i go to get it from him and he goes you know next time you're on the radio and people are complaining about that football team let them know that uh life is hard for your uh your effing ups driver oh. i gotta drive around i gotta drive around in this truck. It, it's effing treacherous out here wow and and so uh you know no hello no how you doing no introduction just uh that was how he said hello. So, you know, he must be a fan of the Wednesday show, I presume, on WIP. He just and wanted th- to grouse. Yeah. And then I, you know, I thought, oh, all right, he's just saying that. And then I got out on the road and I was like slipping and sli- sliding down like the first road uh, out of my neighborhood. And so uh, I decided to not take a chance. And to uh, – normally I have like snow muscles, you know, mm-hmm. like please, I can handle this. It will be no issue. But uh, – you know, I was pumping the brakes. I didn't have control of the car. You yeah, four-wheel twice. drive
0: on that bad boy?
1: Uh, front wheel or all-wheel, I mean, okay. not four-wheel. And uh, it was my wife's car because mine didn't have uh, gas in it, okay. uh, you know, as you could predict. <laughs> and so I decided, uh, you know, other cars were slipping and sliding all over the place. And so I said, uh, I'm going to call it a day and uh, a can handle today.
0: Yeah, you didn't, you didn't miss too much. That uh, There were no press conferences. It was uh, just some locker room availability. Some locker room talk. The uh, that your story of the UPS man reminds me of a of a story um, when my brother and I went to the uh, one of the practice rounds for the U.S. Open at Marion, and uh, it was you know I think it was probably a Tuesday, and we were just sort of walking the course and uh, somebody hit a drive that that pegged a lady, uh, you know he hit it he hit it far way left, hit some lady, and you know he comes up. Uh, walking up the fairway and and some people flag him down and like oh like you know you hit you just so you know you hit this lady and this guy who was not who was not a, a PJ Tour pro he was one of the pros who just sort of uh, qualified through regional and sectional qualifying uh, I've I've looked him up in the past although I forget his name uh, but he but he is a not that good of a golfer and he just looks at them shows absolutely no remorse and all he says is it's tough out here Mm-hmm. I have a, we, it was one of the funniest things. Ever. Like, what a what a <laughs> jerk! The guy the guy hits this old lady. he's uh, Tough out here, and, no. this, and of course he he went on to miss the cut. So that, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want
1: to group my UPS driver into that category. He you know he was a nice guy. No,
0: I'm not I'm not throwing him on. <laughs> and, I, but it just uh, the tough
1: out here. Tough out here. I got yeah.
0: You. Like oh, like yeah. You think what you're doing is tough? What I'm doing is even tougher. Bernie Mac, dead. It's tough out here. Yeah, it's tough out here. <laughs> Um, the ball I do have to say, I still every time every time somebody dies, I still get I, I get the uh, the notifications on Twitter. It's it warms my heart. I got I got a lot of Stanley dead the other day. So go. rest of rest course. in peace. All right. Okay. Uh, so you did not miss much today in the locker room. Um, there really wasn't too much going on. I think uh, Fletcher Cox talked for a little bit. Brandon Graham talked for a little bit. Another big crowd around uh, Corey Clement for some reason, and uh, that was really. Oh, Mike Wallace was there, and said that he just got his uh, his his boot off, and he expects to be back in December. So, if that's true, which I'm not sure that it is, like, what's the deal with Mac Hollins? I thought it was a, it was a, it was like a hamstring injury, and I, he's been walking around, and I've seen him walking around with a beard, but he has he has not been in the locker room. I don't understand why why they would wait for Wallace necessarily if Hollins is ready now.
1: Well, I think it's uh, I think you made this point earlier that if they want, would rather have Wallace. That would, or maybe it was uh, it might have been Jimmy Kemsky actually making this point that you know if if Wallace is they think he can play and they feel like he can add more, then that would explain why they haven't. Uh, activated hollands yet but i don't know i mean yeah. mike wallace it, it you know as i've made the point before mike wallace at 80 percent like doesn't really seem to give you anything and you know matt collins matt collins at 80 percent he might be able to give you something because he's not relying uh on that speed as a vertical threat at the same point we know uh you know we know that the vertical element has been missing from this offense and so maybe they feel like would rather uh, take a gamble on that. I, I don't really have a good answer for you.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting because uh, Richard Rodgers, I don't think the uh, transaction has gone through yet, but he is going to be activated, I think, for Sunday's game. Uh, Josh Perkins will go on IR. That's my expectation. Richard Rodgers was taking part in uh, the like f- starting field goal protect unit at practice the other day, so I'm pretty sure he's going to just play on Sunday. There you go. That's the that's the kind of insight you can really only get on Birds with Friends.
1: Yeah, you're really paying you're really paying way too much attention.
0: Well, that's uh, somebody has to. That's I a guess. good that's a good epitaph. I'll take that. Okay. What have you made of the uh, of the Eagles' locker room this week? Uh, we we touched on this briefly, I think, on uh, Birds with Friends radio last night. But uh, what have what have you made of the mood of the locker room?
1: I'm kinda of split here,
0: you know. On on
1: one hand, I feel like they do have pretty good leadership and the core members are the guys that were there last year and obviously they made it through a much more difficult, pressurized time than it is right now. You know, I, I still believe in guys like uh Malcolm Jenkins and Jason Peters and uh, and Wentz and Kelsey, you know, then Fletcher Cox has stepped up this year. So I feel like the leadership is strong. I don't see signs of everything sort of disintegrating and the wheels coming off. And this being a very drama-filled final seven weeks. At the same time, you you know, you just don't know how things are going to play out if they like get crushed completely on Sunday. You know, with every loss, it's sort of like the the feeling. in there you kind of have to gauge it a little bit more of are these guys dialed in jason kelsey's comments were certainly interesting we talked about that a little bit you know i don't know exactly what to make of those other than i felt like he was speaking to the difficulty and having a lot of turnover and uh you know maybe some of the younger guys not having the habits that some of the veteran guys had you know it didn't seem like he was just taking jabs at everybody across the locker room or anything like that but he was certainly voicing some concern and using the word accountability so i don't know i i honestly i don't have like a great sense of it i wish i wish i could tell you one way or another where i felt like oh 100 percent these guys are you know all in and they're gonna turn their season around and nothing's gonna you know get it they're gonna be committed and do that or the other way of man it looks like they're totally falling apart i'm I'm kind of in the middle of it to be quite honest
0: would you like me to you? read the entire kelsey uh transcript not really that would i feel like make for a very boring podcast okay that's fine i won't do it
1: <laughs> uh, i mean is there a, is there a specific section you want to share or uh no. <laughs> okay I mean the whole thing. I mean, you know, Jeff McClain was sitting next to me. He was like transcribing for half an hour. I know. Well,
0: that's yeah. That's what I'm looking at. He's got three tweets worth of photos yeah. of the transcription.
1: Well, yeah, we we were kind of talking about it, and it was sort of like you know this this is a tough thing to just put out there in a headline or a snippet because right. there were. It was sort of, you know...
0: It would be a disingenuous, of, yeah. To, yes, to, I think to, there was
1: a lot of nuance to it, I guess you could say, or confusion, whatever you right. want to say. So um, I think that was the right move by him. But,
0: yeah, you know, you know what the gist of it is. Um, I I have gotten some weird reactions in the locker room. I thought Alshon Jeffrey yesterday uh, was a little weird. It, you know, he has been the guy all along last year, and this year who's sort of... Uh, boastful with high predictions and said you know we're gonna start the season against atlanta and finish it in atlanta uh and he was saying you know he was coming off as sort of um not cocky but just like self-assured that like oh we got this like like there's nothing to worry about we we know we know who we are we we're gonna take care of business uh and i I don't know. I mean, this is there's this is a this is a, a bad a mediocre team right now. I mean, you look at their their DVOA rankings shield. They are. Uh these are their, their rankings. 18th overall, 18th in offense, 19th in pass offense, 19th in run offense, 17th in defense, 14th in pass defense, 24th in run defense, 21st in special teams. They are the highest they are in anything is fourteenth. The lowest they are is twenty-fourth. That is where they are. They are just a uh middle uh tier team in in in, in every way that's what they are. And and I don't get the uh, I mean, obviously, it's because they won the Super Bowl last year, but that was that was a long time ago. They've played nine games this year, and they have been a middle-tier team throughout. Yeah, you know, if it were any
1: other year and there were a strong NFC East team that was sort of running away with the division, I think, I don't know, maybe they would be singing a different tune or it would, it would be a lot harder to sort of talk yourself into them potentially – putting something together. But, you know, I, I think so much of this, and I mentioned this, I think, you know, before the Cowboys game, it feels like so much of it just rests on the division isn't that good. And so maybe you can talk yourself into sort of stringing something together, whether it's 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7, and seven, and just having a shot going into that last game against Washington. And, you know, I, I sort of feel like that's what the team thinks, you know, that, hey, you know, these other teams are not really... Better than us. Someone asked Fletcher Cox, like, you know, are you embracing the challenge of going up against, uh, you know, what some think is the best team in the NFL? And he goes, who thinks they're the best team in the NFL? (laughs) And so they're still like, I don't know, there's still like a little bit of an edge, or they still think, I don't know if they still look at themselves as Super Bowl champs until they're officially dethroned or what. But, uh, you know, I do feel like they still think that they have a shot. And that uh they're gonna be able to string something together,
0: well, that's good. I mean, and they do still have a shot, so it's it's good that that they're thinking that way, but uh, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm looking for uh, the accountability that that Jason Kelsey was talking about. who knows
1: yeah, I you know accountability i I honestly don't know exactly what that <laughs> means. I will say you know, when they talk about sense of urgency and all that, and uh you know, then you see Jim Schwartz sort of call them out for that quarterback sneak it's like you know i don't know you got to back it up you know talking about it doesn't really mean anything Mm
0: -hmm. should we talk a little bit about this about this saints team and the monumental task at hand on sunday sure sure so we can go through the dvoa uh, rankings they are sixth overall actually maybe a little bit lower than you might expect fourth on offense fourth passing offense eighth running offense 27th on defense which is interesting and tells you how important run defense is because they are 28th in pass defense DVOA and third in run defense DVOA, eighth overall in special teams. This team is scoring 36.7 points per game, which is first in the league and is just outrageous when you look at what the Eagles have done. And, uh, you know, no surprise that the way that their offense functions – Drew Brees does not make a ton of mistakes. They have the fewest interceptions in the league, the second fewest sacks. They are the sixth best third down offense, the fifth best red zone offense. Uh, The task at hand for this shorthanded Eagles secondary, which hasn't been very good even when they were at full strength, is, uh, I would would say, daunting is an understatement.
1: Yeah, you know, it's tough to come up with any kind of best case scenario for the defense, quite honestly. I mean, when you look at the numbers, Drew Brees gets rid of the ball in 2.57 seconds on average. That's the fastest rate in the NFL. So we've seen other quarterbacks sort of change the way they play and get rid of the ball quickly against the Eagles, against their pass rush, and he's doing that anyway. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're averaging 3.44 points per drive, that's first in the nfl you know getting three and outs on them is the second hardest in the nfl red zone they're fifth in the nfl they have all kinds of personnel groupings where you know i hope jim schwartz isn't overthinking this and you know rotating safeties and corners and everybody because you know they play a lot of 11 personnel but then they play that uh Two quarterback grouping with Taysom Hill. They they play some 12, some 21, some 22, some 13. So, uh, you know, I would just kind of go with your guys and just sort of leave them out there and whatever happens, uh, happens. Maybe you have two or three, per, you know, three personnel groupings fine, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't try to get too cute with it for sure. Aside from Drew Brees, you know Alvin Kamara is uh, is obviously very good. Other him and Michael Thomas kind of carried the load in terms of uh, working with Brees, whether it's running the football, catching the football, whatever the case may be. Brees, when he targets Michael Thomas, seventy eight for eighty seven. Wow, I mean, incredible. He has what
0: a ninety percent catch rate, (laughs) right? Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
1: Right around there for 950 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, 11 plays of 20 plus yards. So, uh, again. And he moves around. He moves around, right, which I mean, I don't know. Sidney Jones was a full practice participant, right? Sidney Jones
0: is going to play. He basically said as much in the locker room. My Hmm. guess this week is that it will be Sidney Jones on the outside, starting with Rasul Douglas. I think we're going to see Avante Maddox in the slot again and Corey mm-hmm. Graham deep, which is like, you know, you're you're, you're begging for trouble, but that's what I think they're going to do. It
1: seems that way. I mean,
0: didn't I, I think even Doug Peterson Doug said something yeah, about yeah. they like Avante in there.
1: Right. Um, well, that'll be interesting. And then, yeah, defensively, I don't think they're great. I mean, it's tough to really use a lot of the numbers given the types of games that they've been uh They've been playing, but certainly, you know, the sack rate is not great. Uh, They're averaging 3.1 quarterback hits per game. That's last in the NFL. Um, They're 28th, I think, in red zone defense. They've given up a lot of explosive pass plays. They're giving up 26 points per game. So, you know, they can, they have some talented guys. Sheldon Rankins, Cam Jordan, I think on the defensive line are certainly good players. They don't have Marcus Davenport to, uh, you know, to their credit. I made a lot of fun about that yeah. pick. I still think it was terrible process. Was bad, but but uh, you know, at least they got their evaluation right. It looks like, but he's not going to play. He's injured,
0: um, so they lose a little bit something with their pass rush. So, uh, do you, do you have thoughts on what the? Well, uh, what you need to know about their secondary is that they're yeah. you know they traded for Eli Apple and he's starting. Right? Correct, right um, away. Yep. Uh, the other thing about the other injury is Teron Armstead, their left tackle, who's been awesome, uh, is probably not going to play. So that's you know I, Got I don't think I don't, last week, right? I don't think they're going to be able to get to Drew Brees, but if they're going to be able to get to him, that's probably the matchup they can exploit. I believe it's Jermon Bushrod getting ready to to step in at left tackle. So okay, uh, yeah, I mean if uh, my my thought is that if the Eagles can't score thirty points in this game, then they then they should just call it a season.
1: Well, those are strong words given. <laughs> <laughs> what did they score thirty? What
0: once? Well, I season? know, but this, but this yeah. Saints defense is bad. And yeah, like it's going to be, they're going to be having to keep up. Like they're, they're not going to be shutting down the Saints offense. Um, yeah. So, go ahead. So, I, I mean, just in terms of
1: like, what is the formula to give them a shot? I think, uh, you know, I don't think this is a game where like you necessarily need explosive plays. I almost think they need to string
0: together, yeah. like – Ten play drives. Which I think is sort of, you know, there's a case to be made that that's sort of what Doug wants to do.
1: That's what they've done, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, like, plays per drive, time of possession, I think they're first in the NFL. So um, they actually, you know, they kind of do do that. Now, in terms of that, you have to be like, flawless in the red zone, you know, you can't be driving it down to their, uh, their 18 and kicking a field goal. You're going to lose. If you do that, you have to be great on third down. You can't turn it over. You can't take negative plays. So like, there's a lot of caveats, but I think you want to shorten the game with long, efficient drives. Maybe, you know, each team only has like eight or nine possessions instead of, um, 11 or 12, you know, something like that. But the problem is, you know, the Eagles run game, like, you can't expect to get anything from that. So it's almost like Wentz has to complete, you know, 75, 80% of his passes and be great on third down and and all that. But, you know, that that's sort of the formula, I think, on offense. also, you know, fourth downs, field goal range, like you, I feel like you just have to be aggressive there, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you're facing a – which, you know, last week I guess they did do that. But, yeah, if you're facing a fourth and uh, six from the – 21-yard line, to me, that's probably a go. You know, Field goals are just not going to get it done, yeah. um, that kind of thing. And then defensively, you know, I think maybe you take a little bit from that uh, Giants game plan with the you know, two deep looks and the quarter-quarter half, and in, in that game they paid more attention to Odell Beckham. Maybe you do that in this game to Michael Thomas. Now, granted, do not get me wrong – the, the Saints have many more options right. they can go to there. And they have
0: a quarterback uh, who is not going to be baited into the, into bad decisions.
1: Correct, correct. But, uh, you know, I, I think maybe you do that. Anytime they hand the ball off, I feel like, is a win. If, uh, you know, if if Kamara and Ingram are running for like 200 yards, I, I would be okay with that. Now, I don't think that's Jim Schwartz's attitude, but that's how I would kind of look at it. I would rather play, um you know, play some two more te- two deep safeties, Uh, at least make them work a little bit and then who knows maybe get
0: lucky you try to to punch the ball out like that's probably their best chance for a turnover
1: absolutely yeah and um, maybe you get lucky with like a red zone stop or two you know something like that um, to help you on defense yeah i mean you 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 definitely need to create a turnover and uh, get some red zone stops i feel like to keep them under the high 30s i'll tell you Um, what
0: i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a prediction okay what do you got well, this is, of course, the last time the Eagles were in New Orleans. We had the Riley Cooper lying down in the end zone play. Very memorable. Mm-hmm. The Eagles maybe need to cook up a little something special. I think we may see a, uh, a fake, uh, some kind of special teams trickery in this game.
1: I wrote that down as well. Really? I, well, I, I wrote down short field doesn't matter. So it's like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's a like good like you're not
1: trying to pin them back at their. Who cares? Right, they're exactly. They're 25. They're gonna right. You got the ball. Anyway. You got
0: the ball in your own 35. Like, yeah, that's you can you can don't worry about field position. Go ahead. Actually, and here, go ahead here, and run that fake. Go.
1: Here's what I wrote down: special teams colon try something crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean try a lot of things crazy. Onside kit, You like? Yeah. I don't think they have to go like you know completely throwing the book away, but yeah, cook up a cook up a few little things yeah do I would be disappointed if they didn't do one
1: trickeration on special teams in this game, yeah, and maybe even on offense maybe even on offense hundred percent yeah I'm with you
0: so uh
1: so we'll see i mean i you know we i kind of painted a bleak picture there, but that's sort of but
0: it's a bleak uh, picture i mean the...
1: well honestly it's you know what it doesn't even i feel like you don't if you're an Eagles fan and uh it is a very weird feeling, you know, coming off. A, even last year, like, were there games where fans felt like they had no shot? I mean, there probably wasn't a game all year, right? Right. Even even early on, yeah, and so no way. it's and definitely in the playoffs. By that time, everybody was, uh, you know, most people were believers, or it was like you're playing with house money. And to have a game like this, at, you know, as defending Super Bowl champs, where it just feels like the fan base is like you know, dreading having to watch this game and, uh, and feeling like they have no shot. It is a very strange feeling. And so I don't, I don't think that they need a win necessarily to get people excited. Like if they lost 30, 35 in a shootout, I think a lot of people would be next week would be saying, all right, you know, they, they've got a shot, you know, they can score, And uh, the division's not good, and that was a tough game, but they showed signs of life. Uh, We're not giving up on the season yet. You know, if it's a 45 to 17, probably going to be a different story, even though, as we've said, if you're looking at it uh, objectively big picture, this is not a must win. You're still in it, even if you lose this game, but just sort of psychologically, everyone's going to be like, you know, why are we even paying attention anymore? Even in my chat today. Uh, you know, there were questions about the the draft and what you know what free agents are available right. at running back, and so some people are already there. Total, I totally understand it, but um, I don't know. It, it would be nice to see them show some signs of life so that people are still uh, a little bit interested. It's it's kind of a shame to go into Thanksgiving
0: like with you know no mm-hmm. one paying
1: attention to the
0: games anymore. I kind of feel a little bit better about this game than I did. In the beginning of the week,
1: I think I would agree with that,
0: and, um, it, might,
1: and it might be sort of um, that might be totally off base, just because sort of we've been around the players and you know the locker room. I don't know what is yours based
0: on. Yeah, it, well, it's based on a couple things. I mean, it's based on the lo- The starting line was much lower than I expected, right? Well, it's opened at like seven and a half or something like that, yeah, yep. and it has now moved close to ten. It's uh, at
1: nine, I think. Let me a, double check here. It's at
0: yeah, it's at nine nine and a half right now um and you know obviously i think when you first look at the matchup you are you are going very heavy on on recency bias you know the saints go to cincinnati and blow out a team with a winning record uh the eagles have that stinker against the cowboys um and so i think that maybe there is maybe there is a chance that uh the Eagles can pull off some surprise here. The problem is that the Eagles have not been like a high variance team this year. They have just sort of been the same team in every game except for the Giants game. So yeah, that's a good point. I don't really, I don't really believe in my heart of hearts that they have a chance to win this game. But uh, the the part of me that wants to uh, say that you know in the NFL, whenever you in the National Football League, yeah. whenever you're sure of something. That something is gonna get uh cast aside that part of me thinks that that maybe we see something something interesting on Sunday but uh there's no way to look at it objectively down the line and think that the that the Eagles have a chance to really win this game
1: yeah the Vegas angle is interesting isn't it it's uh like it just feels like nine points you know to this juggernaut of a team and then uh and then an Eagles team that just you kind of have no faith in it, it just, it kind of feels too low. So there's always that, uh, you know, thought, does Vegas know more than we do? Actually, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, Action Network app, and 61% of the money is on the Saints. So it's not like a crazy amount. So there are people betting on the Eagles uh, in this game, which is interesting. That's, that's not that high of a number? No, I'm looking at some of the other ones. Uh, let's see, like the Chargers, it's 75%. Oh, wow. Uh, the Cardinals is sixty-seven percent. Um, most of them are between like fifty and sixty. The the Panthers are eighty percent. Eighty percent of wow. the money's on the Panthers against the Lions.
0: In uh, give me the Lions. I don't even know what the line is, but
1: uh, on that, yeah, it's uh, it's minus four and a half uh, Carolina on the road. So um, I don't know at it's Detroit, kind of,
0: it's, at Detroit, yeah. And they're only they're four and a half favor, point favorites. Yeah, it seems like the Panthers are easy, yeah. right? Game me the Lions. Oh wait, oh the, you like oh, wait, the, Lions. the Lions are four and a half point favorites.
1: No, no, no. Oh, no, the, the Panthers. Panthers are. Actually, it's moved down to minus three now. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, I would. I think
0: the Lions win that game. Really,
1: Matt yeah. Patricia. Well, the smart gamblers, uh, they like the home dogs. Yeah. So, um, to your point, football outsiders variants on the Eagles. They they rank eighth. So, you're right. They haven't been a very, uh, right? That's what that means, right? 32 is the most. I think so. Well, who is 32? 32 is the Buffalo Bills. Yep, so that yeah, makes sense. That tracks. That Vikings game,
0: yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> so, the Jets game.
1: And the Jets game. So, yeah, the Eagles are eighth. So, the, you, you're right. That's a good point. They ha- It's not like they have this. They may have this ceiling, but we haven't really seen it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they've
0: gonna, had one game where the they played to, to a, a relative ceiling, right? against the garbanzo bean. Right. One of the worst teams in the NFL. Well, listen, they won their game on Monday night. They could be coming. They could be storming back 9 and 7 when the division. Maybe. I'm All happy. right. All right. Why don't we do a little uh, why don't we do a little owl, you know? Sure. So, if the e- let's start with if the Eagles lose this game, uh, as as most people presume, if the Eagles lose this game, Ooh. who will we be talking about on Monday morning?
1: Oh, we're doing that. Okay. Uh, do you have an answer or no?
0: Uh, no, but I will. I can come up with one. I haven't given it a, a second's thought. Crazy well, night here at the Wolf Household. So lots to prepare for.
1: That's right. Yeah, you're flying tomorrow with the little guy.
0: Yes. How do you feel?
1: What's your confidence level?
0: My confidence yeah, level 10. once we get there is pretty high. It's just I've I've got a lot of stuff to do between now and then. Mm. So you know I got to do the cheat sheet. I got to pack. I've packed our. I've packed our. Uh, our checked bag but i've got to check our i've got to pack our you know my backpack so i have all the stuff i need in the air and in our uh, in our layover so mm-hmm. now what are your
1: uh, like go-to items for the little guy on the plane that There's, you can't
0: forget good question i will have a I have a book
1: oh a book like oh, a I physical love... book that you hold in your hands
0: yeah he loves a book Oh, okay. Uh, oh,
1: a book for him? I thought you, I thought you meant you had a book that. Like oh, ex- for me. How, like how to pack for a kid's uh, flight.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a book for him.
1: That makes much more sense. Maybe I, I misunderstood would have been, like, the question. I would have been pretty shocked if you were reading up on how to
0: travel alone with a little guy. Oh no no. Okay. Um. Yes, I got it. We have got a book and you know a couple uh, a couple little shaky things. Okay. That he can that he can go to. Uh, and this
1: this will not be during like a nap period for him is that correct or it will be? That's uh
0: that's correct. The second flight will be he 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 we he needs to get some sleep on that flight. Otherwise okay. otherwise it could be a long day. Uh any any chewy items? No, you know what? He doesn't really like he's he's a lot of people we've got a lot of chew toys. He only really uh was was into those for like a month or so he doesn't really he doesn't really like those that much anymore not a chewing man okay i'd rather rather Uh, take a bite out of my nose
1: okay uh plenty of diapers i presume yeah lots of diapers lots of changes of clothes lots of
0: wipes lots of changes of clothes now how about a change of clothes for you uh that's actually an interesting point you pack something that's a possibility yeah you're right
1: might get a little, uh, you know, a little dubious distinction on yourself that's, if you, uh, <laughs> you know, that's
0: uh, <laughs> that's something that I had not considered. Okay. Uh,
1: I don't think that's happened to me. I'm uh, pretty sure that's happened to my uh, wife before, and so that's the only reason I okay. thought of it.
0: Yeah. I don't uh, know if there's going to be enough room in the backpack because I well, also have to pack my work stuff.
1: Throw throw like a mesh short in there or something. You know, it doesn't have to. It's only for emergency. Yeah, maybe like a t, uh, you know, a t-shirt and a mesh short or something. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think if I have any other uh, words of wisdom. I,
0: I I've hung out with the little guy. He seems like a well-behaved uh, young man. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm I'm really not that worried about the actual action. It's just it's it's yeah. more the uh, what I have to get done before then. Now you, you're
1: gonna change a diaper right before the the plane, or what's your uh, scheduling? Oh, right? I
0: think that's probably right. Yeah. Okay. He's on a pretty good schedule where he's, uh, he, he gets you know two pieces of business done in the morning and then one in the afternoon. And so I'm hoping that uh, that second piece of morning business will, will take place before the, before the mm-hmm. flight takes off.
1: Oh, love a schedule. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be uh,
0: curious to see, anxious to hear how it goes. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. My first okay. time flying with him. He's flown once Here. before with mom.
1: Okay, gotcha. Well, he'll know. They they have a sense that the uh, you know the dads are generally less capable, and so uh they be they. I feel like they try to help a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, it's interesting because it's not like it, if they lose this game, it will be expected. So it's it's tough to say that there's someone who's going to be like the goat of this game. If they lose, the what's that? Greatest of all time? Yeah, greatest of all time. Okay. Um, But I'm going to say if they lose this game, and and I guess we're discarding Carson Wentz again.
1: Well, I don't know. I think for this one we can – do you think – can we say him or no? Yeah,
0: go ahead. You can say him if you want.
1: I mean, I just feel like he will probably be the – If they win? No, if they lose. Oh. Well, maybe for both I don't know that's a that's yeah, a terrible I think he's I, I think, he's, I think
0: he's the narrative probably regardless win or lose yeah.
1: I do feel like probably more so if they lose because i don't know i, oh, I, I don't know
0: because see. I think if they win, he has to be magnificent
1: well that's true
0: yeah you're you're probably right
1: I mean I don't really you know I mentioned them potentially losing a thirty eight thirty five that wouldn't make people that unhappy I don't know I, I don't really see that. And so I feel like if they do lose the game, the offense is going to have another lackluster performance. And, uh, you know, with Drew Brees on the other side, maybe uh, people will will target Wentz. I don't know. That could. Okay. It, it, it's such a, you know, it, it's like you said, there's only really one way for them to win. And so he is probably going to be the guy everyone's talking about. I mean, are people going to be talking about Jim Schwartz if they give up 42? I don't know if I think
0: there is only one way for them to win. No? Okay. I mean, they 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 could luck into a couple turnovers. Yeah, uh, I mean, barring something
1: completely fluky. Yeah, Threes has twenty one touchdowns and one interception on the season. So,
0: well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not expecting to throw it into throw it into Kamu's hands. I'm expecting. I'm <laughs> well, you know, that like might a, not get it done, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a tipped ball.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to think of anybody who gets blamed for this game if it's not Carson Wentz. But I am going to say. Uh, I'll just go back to Golden Tate. Why not? <laughs> he's my he's he's my uh, punching bag. Not him specifically, but but the the <laughs> the you know if he has another game where it's like three catches for twenty five yards, and they lose a close game and they they can't get much done on offense, then I think it's fair for everybody to be like, well, what was the point of that trade? If he's sure. not helping us in this game, then what's the point?
1: Yeah, no, I think. Uh... I think that's fair. I think it will probably be a grand-scale coach, quarterback, D coordinator type thing, though, if they lose. I
0: think that's probably right. So we'll see. All right. How about if they win this game? Shock the world. Biggie Smalls. Mm. That's a good question. What we be talking about, aside from Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah. Do you want to go? I want to look one thing up now that you mentioned that. Sure. I haven't thought about
0: this one either. Okay. Um How about a how about a big game from Alshon Jeffrey?
1: It's a good one. Very good one.
0: He was a, he's been a little quiet the last two games. He had the one game where he was matched up against Jalen Ramsey, and then he didn't do much last week. Could be but he looked good in the beginning of the season. He's the one with the quiet confidence. Maybe he's expecting a uh, a monster game. They're gonna they're gonna have to score to stay in this game. If if they win, maybe it's a maybe it's a big Alshon game.
1: Okay. I think that's a good one because that is just what I uh, looked up here, and that is that the Saints are ranked 31st in DVOA against number one receivers and 32 in DVOA against number two receivers, and so uh, and 32 against running backs. If only the Eagles had a running back who mm. could uh, do something in the passing game, this would be a uh, this would be a game for that to happen. But uh, I think I think Alshon Jeffrey's a good one. I will say. You know what? I feel like I say him often, but now that you mentioned that Teron Armstead probably isn't going to play, uh, how about Brandon Graham? He showed some signs of life last week. Uh, it, it's not like you're expecting to shut down the Saints, but if he can get you a sack fumble, that would you know that's a huge play. If you can see if you can get one turnover. Yeah, they need. That's uh, what
0: they need is they need. Yeah, they need some kind of sack fumble.
1: Yeah. So. Um, I will go with Brandon Graham. I, I think Jeffrey and Graham are uh, are two two good ones. Is there? I mean, I don't know. Can, can, can Wentz just like put the team on his back this game and just light it up? Why
0: not? That's possible, right? Yeah, I think that is possible.
1: Be like a like a signature win for uh,
0: you know. And he does it, and he and he leads a game-winning drive at the end of the game. Yeah, quiet something like that. Quiet's that narrative. That would be fun. That would be fun. It's Like you said,
1: it's not like he's going up against a juggernaut of a defense. So um, maybe he can do that. I don't know. Okay. If you, okay. There we go.
0: There we go. Chris
1: Carson, did you start him in fantasy tonight?
0: I did, actually.
1: Mm, what did he do? Fumbled the first play of the game. Ugh. And uh, the Packers
0: ran it in for a touchdown after Ugh. that. wow. <laughs> I, would de- I, had to, I had to decide between him and Edo Smith.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: and this is the finals of the Royal Rumble. I'm going for my third straight Royal Rumble victory. Which is, uh, explain to the audience what that is. The Royal Rumble, in league tradition, the one, league I, the one of two leagues I care about, but the, my favorite league, my brother's league. Uh, every week, starting in week one, Everybody enters it's, – it's, it's probably a misnomer because it's more of a battle royale than a, a proper Royal Rumble. But all 12 participants are involved to start the season. And every week, the lowest-scoring team is eliminated from the pot. It's, there's a side pot. Mm, right. So uh, this is week 11. So every week there has been one person eliminated, and now there are two left. And here I am going for my going for my third straight rumble, which would be un- unprecedented. There you go. Well, it looks like he came back out on the second drive. So
1: by the time people listen to this, uh, he will have either had a great game or a terrible game. So we'll see. Yeah,
0: or a mediocre game, which is mostly.
1: How do you feel about a uh, a
0: mouth rinse? Uh, uh, clarify the question.
1: Like, like you know, well, there's there's obviously various kinds. One is when you're. At the dentist, and they kind of do the, uh, you know, lift the chair up and say, "Go ahead and rinse," and yep. they have that that nice mouthwash. Yes. Can you? Can I buy that mouthwash? The, and you get the pieces
0: office? of pieces of blood come out the first uh, time. So glorious. <laughs> I love. <laughs> you to, do feel clean. Yeah,
1: I love doing that. It's amazing. I kind of like st- that part
0: too. Yeah, I don't the like the more stuff I don't like, I'm
1: spitting out, the better.
0: <laughs> I agree with that. It's a little gross, but I agree. <laughs> the uh, what what leads up to that is not always so fun.
1: No, no. Get, what, is, what is the mouthwash you get there? Can like can I get that? Can I buy that for home usage?
0: I'm sure that you can. I'm sure okay. you could even ask. I might I might look into that. It's like
1: uh, when you I got to ask the hotel what kind of pillows they have because I need those at home as well.
0: Mm, I'm usually disappointed in a hotel pillow.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that before. You're oh. crazy. Uh, but I like to just you know when I'm having, when I'm drinking water throughout the day. I rarely will just, uh, you know, drink the whole thing. Like if I if I've eaten something, especially, and then I'm having water. Oh, you just um, swish it through. I, I I rinse it out. I rinse rinse around. I respect that. Yeah, it, it's very refreshing. It's it not a move that I
0: pull too often,
1: but I, I respect that. It gets the corners of your uh, l- like mouth that you don't know existed. It's great. Mm. Fog's up like your it, mind. Yeah, well, that that too. I I do feel I feel like I'm generally paranoid about like a uh, food being stuck in my teeth.
0: I could see that about you.
1: Well, well, you know, this is a first world problem, as they say. No, that's that's for sure. <laughs> all right, all, all right. Else we
0: got. Do so we get to our crystal bald eagles?
1: Okay. Wow, we're getting to it. I like it.
0: I we got a lot to keep it dip- short. Yep. I'm so like, I to- I'm gonna let you go first this time.
1: Mm, I hadn't really thought about this. Sorry, right, let me let me give it some thought. Do
0: you like New Orleans? Are you a big New Orleans guy?
1: I've only been there once, and so if you have New Orleans suggestions, uh, I was there for a, a college spring break, and so I would imagine this would be quite a different
0: experience. I would love if anybody has kid-friendly New Orleans suggestions. Send them. Send go. them my way.
1: Send them both way. If you have, uh, I would like sort of. Um,
0: some you, under... want, you want debaucherous?
1: <laughs> no, no, I would like some sort of, uh, you know, under the radar, off the, the non-touristy trap type, uh, you know. Yeah, more, you know, I've been to Café du
0: Monde. You know, we don't need to go there. Give me, yeah. If you have give me a better you place know, for a beignet.
1: Somewhere for a uh, beignet, a beverage, a, a coffee, and, a, you know, a nice meal that's not, like, all meat. If you got anything like that, let me know. Or just things to see, would, you know, things to see. I'm not going to be there too long, but uh, we'll take those suggestions. I feel like the listeners, you know, for as much as, they, as I rip them. And, they, do you know, this, they, just, they
0: come through here in a big way. Yeah, I mean,
1: they do deserve it for, you know, not, not leaving enough uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts, as you should do, and making us um, move up the rankings with your, uh, however that happens. They do come up pretty big, I feel like, when we say we're going somewhere and need suggestions. I think that's right. Back in to compliment. All right. Well, I gotta be honest. I'm I'm just not really feeling it. You know, everything we've talked about. Uh, this just sort of it it feels like a blowout to me. It feels like a blowout to me. A game that they're not really going to be in. Um, you know, I think it's gonna get ugly down the stretch. I just have a hard time seeing the Eagles defense doing anything to stop the Saints I haven't seen enough creativity enough outside the box ideas whether it's offensively or special teams or whatever from this coaching staff this year to make me think they can cook up something special and slow down the Saints and uh, you know as we've discussed uh, their best chance offensively is to offensively be scoring in the 30s you know it just feels like when one thing's not going wrong, something else is going wrong, and I kind of need to see it to believe it. I feel like you need a big special teams play or a uh, you know pick something like the fumble return for a touchdown or that sets them up, and all those things I've mentioned we just have not seen, and so uh, I'm not willing to predict that it's going to happen in this game it would certainly make the season a lot more interesting it would make for a great post-game pod it would make for a, a fun week next week with people being amped amped up that they can make a run I don't see it I'm gonna go Saints 38 Eagles 20
0: wow 38 20 is that more than you thought it was going to be, or less? <laughs> That's fewer points than I was expecting for the Eagles. Oh, yeah, you think no, they're only going to score twenty points against the Saints' defense? I'm sorry. Have you not watched uh, this team season, or like, have you been asleep for two months, or what's going on? That is bad. If they well, score twenty points on Sunday, then they really should pack it up. That's that would be pathetic. <laughs> twenty points, ugh. Not even, I, not even a third touchdown. Gross. I mean, I don't know. All right. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna split the difference a little bit here. I think the Eagles are uh, not really going to be in this game, but I think they're going to hang around, uh, and I think they they will have success throwing the ball. I think Carson Wentz will look pretty good for the most part. I think they are going to be sort of chasing by being down a touchdown or two throughout the game and then they score a late touchdown to bring themselves within a touchdown and wow, they end really? up, uh not getting an onside kick and they lose the game 35 to 28 all touchdowns
1: wow so what do you think the reaction is if they if they lose that way
0: I think the reaction is uh, okay. That was not that was a game they probably couldn't win. We saw some signs of uh, signs of life on offense, and they now we we go and you got to win on Sunday against the Giants.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, a thirty five twenty eight loss does not feel devastating to me.
0: I there is uh, I mean thirty eight twenty your loss is, sounds devastating, even though I don't think their season would be over. But uh, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's hard for there to be a a real devastating loss when it really seems like they're just entering you know certain certain defeat what there's a movie that was like where you were going to certain death or something like that Mm. what am I what am I thinking of I don't know but speaking of is it when the uh, is it when uh, Wesley and Buttercup go into the uh, into the swamp I don't know I think that might be it something about something about uh, certain death Eh. I can't believe I'm forgetting a Princess Bride line this is tells you tells you uh how f- how frenzied my mind is right now
1: shout out to uh big brothers big sisters for hooking us up with some uh oh you gotta tell this story some tickets to the creed two special screening on columbus boulevard last saturday night you know we go in we're sitting down we're, we're excited all that um And then, you know, they make an announcement like we've got kind of a, uh, you know, some special guests coming. But they're not over the top with it at all. And so you think, all right, well, we'll see who this is. And, you know, they introduce the guy. I really should know his name because this is uh, probably pretty disrespectful. But he's Drago's son in the movie. Um, That's not
0: that disrespectful. Okay.
1: He comes out. Then uh, Dolph Lundgren comes out. Oh. So you're like, "Oh, well, this is really cool. Dolph Lundgren is here. All right, this this is nice." But they don't end there. Then Tessa Thompson. Oh. Comes out and you're like, "Wow, this is great. Was not expecting Love this. Tessa uh, Thompson. She's great. Uh, very cool. And then Michael B
0: Jordan. Oh.
1: The side side entrance, side exit. Oh, he came in. out of
0: a different entrance than the rest no, of no, them?
1: No, they all came out of that one, okay. but uh, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think any anyone else was coming out of there. Uh, that's pretty cool, huh?
0: That's very cool. I think your your little brother must have, must have thought you really hooked him up. Well, he was uh, kicking himself a bit because
1: he chose where we sat, and uh, he kind of felt like up top would be a nice spot, and uh, so uh, they came down to the front, and everyone's getting, you know, selfies and and pictures with them and uh, we were sort of up top not in position to uh get down there but yeah he he still uh thought it was very cool and uh i thought i know you don't like a you don't want any information about the movie but i will just say uh, i thought it was fantastic i thought it was uh better than creed one i I was and and i have a very short attention span for movies nowadays Mm -hmm. like if you don't hook me in in 20
0: minutes i'm moving on i'm looking at my phone and uh i was into this one the entire time I feel like that'll be you can tell him that'll be a good story for him to tell Michael B. Jordan when he meets him later in life someday.
1: True. Very true. Yeah. I will tell
0: him that. It's a good one. Okay. All right. Well let's see if uh if, if Michael B. Jordan shows up out of nowhere in this under underdog story on Sunday. In I New feel Orleans. like
1: we should I feel like we should vow to uh do something if they win.
0: If they win this game, I like that's good. What, what's a good What's a good stake? All
1: right, all right. Here's what we're doing. If they win this game, we will a hundred percent have a Birch with Friends meetup before the season's over. Is that good enough for now? It's not bad. And Th- if we fail to come through on that, what do we have to do?
0: If we how about uh, if we fail to come through on that, we'll have a we'll do a podcast every day of the off season. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no. <laughs> that's, that's well, that way me. I'm saying that there, we have no. We have to do it. We actually have to do it. Yeah, but I feel
1: like there's got to be some kind of uh, you know this is like with my daughter. There's got to be some sort of consequence if you don't uh, if you don't do it. I'm trying to think of what that could be. I don't
0: know. I'll go. I'll go another one. Okay. If the Eagles win this game, uh, we will. On Tuesday we will raffle off or 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 do something with a, a one year subscription to the athletic. Okay, so are we doing both of those? How's that sound? Yeah, we're doing both, because one of them is only for one person.
1: Okay. All right. So we will raffle off a subscription to the athletic and we will vow to have a birds with friends meetup before the season's over and if we don't do that how about uh we
0: owe five subscriptions out sure how about how about if we don't <laughs> do it uh each of us has to write a feature about uh somebody of the of the public's choosing no
1: i'm not giving myself
0: more work <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Five, five subscriptions.
1: Or uh, I don't know. There may be a better. All right, if you have a better consequence. Yeah. Before the game, uh, I don't know. What? what BWF consequence? What do you think?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag BWF consequence.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm very much the sports Indian thing went through. You know, very, Jim. Oh, Kramer. we got. We didn't talk about the uh, Jim Kramer backing yeah. you up on uh, m Night Shyamalan. He enjoys a sports Indian. So, Jim, if you're listening, thank you for the uh, retweet. There. Uh, have you heard it's, from it's, Shyamalan's people? Not yet. Okay. N- not yet, but uh, but I am waiting, and uh, I, I would expect that to happen soon. And uh, oh, I have one. Mo- I have one more little nugget, actually. So uh, I forget. My daughter had to do something uh, in first grade with like uh, turkey craft. And uh, I don't know if you had to dress it up or put it in something or what, but uh, the other Indian kid in her class did a uh, like a LeBron James uh, turkey. So my wife told me that she was there, and I said, "Sport hashtag Sports Indian right there."
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> nice great. job out of him. Yeah. That's great. Is okay. that uh, I don't know if we I don't know if we can say is that the is that the, the young man who is also a voracious reader. He's, yep, yep. They, he is a voracious reader. That's nice. right. Okay. Well, that's exciting.
1: Yep. Sports Indian. Getting Sports started Indian. at
0: an early age. Love it. That means that means he, he's not going anywhere near robotics.
1: No robotics club for him. Yeah. It's okay. That's good.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We will be back with you for a post-game pod following the Eagles game on Sunday. And for shield I'm Bo. And as always...